listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. This podcast is not approved for CME credit. Every diabetes treatment plan is different. Individual results may vary. Nothing you hear on this podcast should be considered medical advice. All claims are supported by clinical evidence referenced in the show notes. For clinical study results, please refer to Dexcom G6 User Guide. For product-related questions, please refer to the instructions for use. For complete safety information, go to Dexcom.com forward slash safety hyphen information. Smart devices are sold separately. For a list of compatible smart devices, visit Dexcom.com forward slash compatibility. Finger sticks required for diabetes treatment decisions if symptoms or expectations do not match readings. Data from collaborator devices and products may be verified by those collaborator devices and products. Users should confirm data in connections with their collaborator devices and products. Welcome to Real Time Real Talk, a Dexcom podcast dedicated to pharmacists and other healthcare professionals on the front lines helping people thrive who live with diabetes. Dexcom is the leading developer of real-time, continuous glucose monitoring, also known as RTCGM, and other digital technologies to better manage diabetes. Real-time CGM provides critical glycemic metrics for physicians, pharmacists, and diabetes specialists to act upon to help their patients live with as much freedom as possible. Dexcom empowers people to take control of diabetes through innovative, continuous glucose monitoring. Real-Time Real Talk is a proud member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. For more information on all Dexcom technologies, products, and services, please visit Dexcom.com. That's D-E-X-C-O-M.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Real Time Real Talk by Dexcom, where we talk about all things continuous glucose monitoring, or CGM. I'm your host, Cher Pastore. Today, we're going to talk about data interpretation, so CGM data interpretation using Dexcom Clarity. And we have some experts here with us today. And now whether you are, you've never used Clarity or you're an expert yourself, you're still going to have something to learn because we have some new features and we have real, real experts, as I already mentioned. So first, I'd like to introduce Dr. Eggles Bogdanovich. He is an endocrinologist with many years of experience with uh, both personally and professionally with diabetes, and he practices in Connecticut. And we have Dr. Tom Grace, who is here, and he is a primary care physician uh, based in a rural part in Ohio, and he specializes also in diabetes. And we have uh, Alexis Hopman. She is um, an employee of Dexcom. She knows all things Clarity. She is the product manager for um, Dexcom Clarity. Thank you, everybody, for joining today. Welcome. Uh, so, hi. <laughs> so let's just get right into it. Uh, Alexis, I'm going to start with you. So I just want to make sure we tell all our listeners, you know, we might have some new users here. Uh, they might have never used Dexcom and they might be trying it for the first time. So can you just tell everybody what Clarity is and how maybe a, a provider could begin using it in practice? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me today, Cher. It's fun to be here to talk about one of my favorite topics, which is Dexcom Clarity. So Dexcom Clarity is simply an online platform where you can see all of your past CGM data. You can view trends and find insights in Clarity, and you can access it on the web if you're a patient by going to clarity.dexcom.com 
or most patients actually use the Dexcom Clarity app. It's a separate app from your CGM app and you're logging in with your same Dexcom username and password that you use for everything else. And you can actually just see all of your past data there in the Clarity app. Providers can use this using the web and using a private and secure login, and then invite their staff members to also have their own secure logins. And you can add patients to share with your clinic from the clinic portal. And that's great because once the patient is set up sharing, which only takes you know one easy code and connection to do with the patient, the provider can actually pull up the data at any time to review all of your past CGM data, whether you're there or in a remote location, uh, or even if you had a hospital visit and your provider needed to see your past glucose measurements. It's all right there in the Clarity Portal online. Alexis, did you say that it's retrospective data? And, and if so, what is the delay? Yeah, we, we talk about things like retrospective data or past data here at Dexcom. And there's a big distinction between real-time data, which is what you see on your Dexcom CGM app. That's the thing a patient is wearing where they see real-time alerts and alarms, and it's helping them manage their diabetes in the moment. That's not the purpose of Dexcom Clarity. Dexcom Clarity is meant to look at all of your past data so you can really see the big picture. You can view patterns, you can see trends that are happening in your glycemic management. It's really for reviewing what's going on in a, in a more global scale with your diabetes. So the delay in Dexcom Clarity is between five and 60 minutes in terms of the data. And that's done on purpose because it's not meant to be used real time in any way. It's meant for those conversations about how everything is going on a, on a bigger scale. Okay, that's great. So that is going to bring me to you, Dr. Bogdanovich. Can you tell us and our listeners, how are you using Clarity in practice and how are you using it with your patients? Well, you know, I've been in practice now. It's probably close to 30 years. I've had type 1 diabetes for about 45 years and using the Dexcom for about 15 years. So I, I try to get pretty much everybody on insulin, if possible, on, on a Dexcom. But you know, when I look back, we used to hook all these finger stick blood glucose monitors to a, a Medusa of cables attached to a computer in order to download. And now, now it's just one click and I get clarity. So, you know, I've got probably close to a thousand of patients that are having a, a clarity account. And as far as how I use them, you know, the day, the day schedule comes out, I pull all those clarity reports. I either print them up or snip them and put them into the chart. And then uh, obviously review them with the patient when they come in. It's, uh, it's, made, it's made data uh, acquisition a lot easier than, than in the days of glucose monitoring by finger sticks. I love the way you said the Medusa of cables, because I, I remember that. It was like one sad little computer in the back of the office with like 18 cables hanging off of it to get all the different devices uploaded. And man, we've come a long way. We've you know, come a long way. Everybody was, on, everybody was online, you know, online, literally, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> lining up to download their monitors. Big improvement. That's great. Dr. Bonner, can you just give us a little more in depth? So how does it work? You invite your patient to oh, yeah, share sure, the data? Sure, sure, sure. So, so every single patient that I put on a Dexcom, I, I ask them to do two things. One is I ask them to get their own Clarity mobile app. Uh, but the other thing I do is when I or our educator puts, uh, puts that Dexcom on or trains them how to use it, we email them the invite to, to share with our clinic. 
this way, you know, we can, you know, pull it up at any time. Um, and, and it really uh, makes, makes, makes it a lot easier than, than when they sent us the share codes and all of that. So, so everybody, whether it's, you know, we, we'll, we'll get to it probably later, hello Dexcoms, even the hello Dexcoms, I invite them to share right off the bat. This way, everybody's on my computer. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I remember what, so when I was in practice as a uh, registered dietitian and certified diabetes care and education specialist, and I used Clarity and it was one of my favorite softwares and it was the same. I added everybody to my clinic and then I could have that data. Um, once they consented, of course, I could uh, see that data with them either at when they were home or when they were in their off the office with me. So that was great. Um, Dr. Grace, can you tell us about how you're using Clarity in your practice? Sure. Thank you. Um, Kind of similar um, to what Dr. Bogdanovich is doing, where um, my clinic staff is, uh, for all the patients that are on Clarity, printing out their AGP reports, which is the single one-page ambulatory glucose profile that patients, uh, that Clarity provides for us. We review that in the morning before the patient comes in and actually use that as a teaching tool to kind of go through with the patient as there's so much information um, on that one page of paper. Much like uh, they're doing in their clinic, we're um, usually starting patients on a Hello Dexcom, getting them uh, a username and password there in the office. The staff helps us do that. And then <clears throat> they're connected right as they leave. And so um, in my personal practice, I'm using what I call CGM first. Even before I change anyone's medications, I'm putting a CGM on them, looking to see how it goes over the next 10 days, and then using that data um, remotely most of the time, um, and then adjusting medications, even when the patients aren't in the office. So having access to continuous glucose monitoring really has changed um, how we practice medicine and you know, forward-looking, you know, not only in the patients using insulin, um, this has a big use in patients not using insulin. Um, I see a lot of patients with type two, um, once we get them on CGM, especially the ones without insulin, they're using this as a educational tool um, to help them learn how to eat, what activities they should partake in. Um, I really call it a, a behavior modification device because it really does give insight for our patients to what they should be doing on a daily basis and really more importantly, the things that they shouldn't be doing. Okay, so I definitely want to talk about that uh, further. But before we do, can you, um, we've mentioned Hello Dexcom a few times. So can you tell us, uh, Dr. Grace, what Hello Dexcom is and how you have been using it in practice? Yeah, so Hello Dexcom is a, what I call is a trial kit. It's a one Dexcom G6 sensor and one transmitter. And it's the introduction to the system. And what that's doing is um, it's giving the patient uh, the opportunity to see their glucose readings in real time right as they're leaving the office. And on the back end, my staff is um, taking care of the paperwork that's sometimes associated with getting continuous glucose monitors. And usually those line up pretty well by the time that they get approval through the insurance company, um, the, Dex, the Hello Dexcom sample, which is basically the introductory kit to the Dexcom G6 system. Um, by the time that's done, the 10 days is up. Um, we ha They have full access through their prescription. Great. So tell us how 
that would work. Um, we'll start start with you, Dr. Bogdanovich. So what would happen? So you would be looking at this data with your patient when they're with you and you would kind of see some spikes. So maybe talk about some of the reports. And I know Dr. Grace will talk about the AGP report. So can you tell us some other reports you like sure, or kind of sure. how you look at the data? I mean, I think before we even get to, you know, which one of nine reports you use, I, I think one of the most important concepts in all of this is time and range or time and target range. You know, our patients and our providers have been used to for all these years, just looking at A1C as the metric. And, um, you know, now the paradigm is shifting. We're actually looking at there's a lot of different ways to get a good A1C besides having, you know, an average sugar of 150 for a seven, for example. You know, I use, uh, I like to use analogies for, for patients. I tell them, you know, if you get pulled over and you say, officer, I was going 85 miles an hour, but my average has been 55 over the last three months, that's not going to cut it. So, you know, this, <laughs> this yeah, they like, they like, they like, they like visuals, you know? And yeah. It's, uh, yeah, that's why time and range is great, right? As a visual, I think it, that it just is, having that green, is. you know, green means go, green's positive, green is what we're trying to strive for. And so the, the beauty of a time and range, uh, the resistor, we call it in clarity, you know, is just that immediate visual. Did the green go up or down? Like, which way am I headed on time and range? Exactly. And and that's, you know, it brings up the uh, the different reports, you know, Tom talking about the AGP, the, but, uh, you know, you get very similar stuff in the overview report. Like, I call that the like instrument panel on an aircraft. You, you look at it and you can see the colors. You can see the green as you alluded to, you know, keeping in the green as much as possible, keeping the red as little as possible. And you see the glucose management indicator in the same page and you see, uh, you know, you see how often they're wearing it. I think uh, as far as, you know, you, you ask which, which reports do I use? AGP, you got to use that. Um, the, the overview, I like that. And then patterns, because patterns actually obviously tells you, you know, if there are some patterns that you can actually make some med adjustments. Diabetes is a lot about the education of the disease, right? And so the best way to educate yourself about diabetes is knowing your glucose level, right? It's important to note in real time, but clarity opens patient's eyes to what had happened in the past. And if you can learn from behaviors you had in the past, you would expect that you would improve them moving forward. And um, it's been um, very fruitful, um, encouraging patients to download this. You know, in, in our clinic, we obviously get the Dexcom G6 app up and running when they're there, but to also encourage them to download the Clarity app. And, you know, I've heard it time and time again from people, you know, hey, look, I found this pattern that I was having. For some of the patients that don't have it, um, um, you know, we encourage them when we as clinicians see those patterns. Uh, I recently had a patient in the clinic uh, who I saw was having persistent hyperglycemia um, after his evening meal on Thursdays. And I, I just in passing, I mentioned to him, hey, man, what's going on on Thursday nights? And he responded back, well, um, Thursday nights is my bowling night. And I said, oh, bo you go bowling, diabetes doesn't go with you. And all he said back was, no, my wife doesn't go bowling with me. And that was the, <laughs> that was the end of the conversation. I looked back at his clarity report several weeks later, and he had fixed um, whatever was causing him hyperglycemia on his Thursday nights. And so having this technology to be able to um, view your glucose in real time and to be able to retrospectively look at patterns that um, patients may not have noticed, um, Again, not changing a medication, but changing a behavior that he had just in mentioning it on what I could see on his AGP report. 
So I want to talk about um, how clarity has kind of changed how you practice, meaning, you know, before you had to wait three months um, or you didn't have to, but you might have waited three months before you would see a patient back and check their A1C. So I want to talk about that. But before we do that, Alexis, can you tell us um, how does, and I don't know how much you could tell us, but how does clarity spot patterns? Isn't that like one of the special features of clarity to spot the patterns? Yeah. And some of that's very algorithmic and on the back end, you know, these calculations that are being done. So we don't need to get into the, the, the math around that, but essentially it's looking at where you have your target range set. So remember that a target range is different than what your alerts and alarms might be set at. So I might be a person with diabetes that has my Dexcom G6 set to alarm when I'm 80. That's what I want it to say. Um, so that I'm alerted to a low that's beginning to happen, but I might have my target range different in clarity. So just important to remember that those are two different things. Maybe in clarity, I have my target range from 70 to 180, which are the ADA recommended uh, ranges and also the default for clarity patients. Um, you can customize that anytime in your settings. Um, many people are comfortable with that target range set by the ADA though, and just leave it there. Um, so when you have excursions outside of those target ranges, it's basically counting the, uh, the excursions that you have. And it's, it's also looking at how long you stay there. So a quick dip below 70 might not be recorded as part of my low in the uh, time and range resistor, but a 70 that stays sustained for several minutes might be counted as, as a low in those pattern detections. And um, I'll start with you, Dr. Grace, and then Dr. Bogdanovich, I would like you to weigh in also. So can you um, tell our listeners, like quickly and easily, how would you look at an AGP report? Like what are the first, say like three things you look at and what's, do you have like a systematic way that you look at this AGP report? Yeah, everyone's got a little bit different way. Um, first off, I'm usually looking at the upper right-hand corner to make sure that they have the the continuous glucose on monitor on a meaningful amount of time. So there's usually a percentage up there. And uh, depending on the report you generate, um, let's say it's a 14-day report, it'll tell me they're wearing it 14 out of 14 days or 13 out of 14 days, et cetera. The next thing I look at is the average glucose. Um, and again, not all averages are the same. And then I look at the time and range. And then subsequently after that, once you glance your eyes at the time and range, you're looking at the percentage of lows and percentage of highs, which are made up from the rest of the time you're not in range. And then usually um, we'll flow to the bottom with the patient in the clinic and look at the daily kind of summary overview and look at the last few weeks of glucose readings, find a challenging day in there, and then ask them, you know, kind of bring up a conversation of what caused that challenging day and see if it's something that was something that they did, they knew they had a mistake, oh, my blood sugar was high, I bolused later than I should have, or was this something they weren't really aware of? And I'll tell you, um, time and time again, patients know why their glucoses are high when they have access to the readings. It isn't a surprise to them. How many times I've heard from patients finger sticking, well, I'm not sure why my blood sugar was 350 before dinner. Well, that's because they didn't know that the the Chinese food they had for lunch uh, caused their blood sugar to go to 400. Um, and that's really what's been beneficial for people is to figure out what happens when they eat certain foods. Yeah, the daily, the daily glucose profile, the third part of that AGP, um, that's the one I really, just like Tom, like to drill down into with the patient. You know, did you take your bolus? When did you take your bolus? Um, yeah, and, and, and you're going to see those ups and downs. I tell them 
you know, these may be the Tetons or the Rockies. Let's make it the Berkshires or the Poconos, you know, yeah. flatten them out a little <laughs> bit, pick your, your small mountain range near you. Uh, and and the, the visual, as I mentioned earlier, really, really helps them understand. And, uh, you know, some, sometimes people come in and they say, you know, I'm low all the time, um, especially somebody that's, that's, that's new to MDI or, or basal insulin. And I say, well, you know, look at this, you know, you've got zero time in level two hypo, zero time in level one hypo, it's okay to take your insulin. It's actually okay to take your insulin. You, you know, we, I, I tell them your G6 app is for safety and the clarity app is to improve control overall for the, for the near future. Yeah, it's amazing um, kind of piggybacking on that. How many times, you know, patients that have really elevated A1Cs, they come and you start garnering better and better control. They feel low at a different level than um, people who've been well controlled for a long time. And they'll say, well, I, I'm having I'm having symptoms. And you, you, they say, I'm having lows all the time. And again, you look at the AGP report and they're 0% of time um, in level one and level two hypoglycemia. And you try and explain to them that they don't have to have they, they don't need to be fearful of that. If they're not symptomatic, that it's okay to have a glucose reading of hundred. You know, the brain is slowly adjusting from having averages of two hundreds or three hundreds all the time that it's okay. See, let, let it go for a minute and see what happens. And slowly they get more confident, especially now that they have access to their glucose readings all the time. Yeah. The, uh, the, the, the type ones that have had disease for 50 years and then went on a Dexcom, they say, you know, all of a sudden my, my control is just terrible. Well, you never knew what happened after you mm -hmm. had a meal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's the big picture. I mean, it really shows uh, the proof, you know, if there's any questions about what's really happening. And I think that's very a natural reaction of a lot of patients is that, you know, a particularly challenging or scary low happens or a particularly challenging or scary high happens and they feel like it's happening all the time, you know? So if Clarity can help pull you out of that destructive thinking of that, this is happening all the time and my control isn't that good. And, you know, you can highlight areas where it is going well for them, even if it's just one section of the day or that, even if that best day doesn't have a whole lot of time and range, it was still your best day. So there's those, those silver linings that you can find even in the most challenging times of diabetes. And then they snowball, you know, it's encouragement that continues to build on itself. So I'm glad to hear that, that it's used that way, you know, in your practices as well. Alexis, can you tell us um, uh, some of the most used features of Clarity? Is it those notifications or? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it depends on the, pa if you're talking about patients or providers. So for, um, can we do both? Yeah, of course we can. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, I, if you can't tell, I very much enjoy this topic and I'm a patient myself. So I've, I've used Clarity for a long time as well. Um, so for patients, the, the notifications we talked about earlier are really the most beloved feature. So once people um, discover them and toggle them on, uh, the default setting in the Clarity app is going to have those notifications off because we don't want to bombard you right away and we want to make sure people are consenting and opting in to more notifications. And um, we talked earlier about gamifying diabetes and that is helpful and important in some circumstances, but one of the challenges with diabetes apps, when you think about it, is we're trying to reduce the burden of the, the, the mental load and the stress on people with diabetes, but still keep them engaged with their management. So we're walking this very fine line of 
we want you to pay attention. We want this to be engaging um, content for you and to look at your numbers, but we don't want to burden you. We want better outcomes with less effort is really our goal at the end of the day at Dexcom. So um, the notifications were, were selected very deliberately to make sure that they weren't overly bothersome. You're not getting 10 notifications a day to tell you to do something or look at something. They're, they're sent with that neutral tone to make sure that there's no judgment associated with any of those notifications so that it's really just an observation. Hey, this was your time and range. You know, that that's all. It's just a statement. It changed this percentage from last week to this week, or you know, if you have that one on. So I'd really say those notifications are the people are the things that patients tell us. Um, even if I've sort of ignored my diabetes, I get that notification and then I'm back to taking a look and, and noticing the big picture. Um, for providers, gosh, you know, picking a favorite report or a favorite feature, I think if you ask 10 providers, you might get 10 different answers. Um, when we look, you know, if we force people to choose what they like the most about Dexcom Clarity, we see a pretty even split between the overview report, which is for those that are familiar with Clarity, when you open Clarity, that's the first report you see. The top line metrics have all the ADA backed metrics that are standard in diabetes care. And then the patterns are highlighted right away. So if you only have a short time with a patient, you can say, here's your time and range and you're generating this particular pattern. Let's address that. And then AGP, which both the physicians on this uh, podcast have already mentioned. AGP is a really cool report. It's the first industry standard report that became available in diabetes. So it was developed by the International Diabetes Center and Dexcom and other companies licensed this specific report so that it looks the same across different kinds of software and everybody can be reading from the same book. Um, it always has the same type of metrics included in it and the same type of graphics so that whether you are looking at our reports or a different company's reports, everybody knows that an AGP report is going to be standardized. And so we see a lot of education with providers that are new to CGM focusing on the AGP report because it is standardized. And it contains a lot of similar metrics to the overview report in Clarity. There are some subtle differences. And the biggest difference with AGP is that it really is all included in one page. So you have your top line metrics, a nice visual of trends and where people are spending most of their time in the middle, and then thumbnails at the bottom to show daily trend graphs in case you want to drill down, but you don't have time to go through every single daily report. So I would say that's my kind of quick summary of the most, uh, the favorite features across Clarity. Um, but, you know, I, like I said, everybody kind of has their go-to report and, and little features they like the best. What would you say is the single most important takeaway for our HCPs listening in today? That's a, that's a tough one. I, I, I'd say try it. You know, literally, you can be as simple as you want to be or as complex as you want to this to evolve into. You know, when you think about it, this started years ago as a, really a device to prevent hypoglycemia. That's the way we looked at it. And now we've sort of morphed into a tool that's that's not just there to prevent hypoglycemia, but to improve uh, improve control and, and, and in a lot of times, you know, really change behavior markedly, you know, based on, uh, based on clarity app. So, so, you know, start, start, start low and go slow, so to speak. Yeah. And, uh, I, I can't tell you how, how helpful hello Dexcom is for, for primary care providers that are just starting to get their feet wet with, with CGM. 
That's a great point all around. I would say that um, my takeaway is, is knowledge is power. We have to stop moralizing our diabetes numbers, right? There's no bad numbers. There's no good numbers. It's just information. And you need to uh, name those challenges before you can take action uh, to combat them. And so if we can take a step back before we view our data and just look at this as a big picture, something that is helping guide our decisions, um, that is, is a more comfortable way of viewing your data rather than saying, oh, this was bad. This was good. This number's terrible or not. It's really just information. And if we can start to neutralize our diabetes numbers in that way, we actually can be more productive and positive and move forward in a, in a productive way rather than get stalled out with that negative thinking. Um, so I would say arm yourself with the knowledge that Dexcom Clarity can give you and just use it to fuel your motivation. Yeah, and uh, piggyback on that, I, I love the saying knowledge is power. Um, there, from, from my perspective, there isn't a more important tool to combat diabetes than a continuous glucose monitor. Um, it used to be viewed as something that was a safety device for people using insulin. And I totally view it now as a lifestyle management tool to help people realize what they need to be doing, um, to help themselves. You know, we talk about pandemics all the time. The two pandemics in the United States that we don't talk about are obesity and type two diabetes. And really this is the tool that can help us get on top of those two things by helping people make better dietary choices and help them get more physical activity. When you can see that um, this causes this, there's a direct correlation between the two, patients are able to draw that line themselves. And that's happening outside of the clinician's office. Just giving them access to their numbers benefits them in ways that um, you know we can't even talk about. Um, again, it's very simple. It's like riding a bike. You'll fall or you'll fail trying to do it once or twice, but once you get used to it, um, the data that's there, it's very interpretable. It's easy to use. These are very easy to put on. Um, from a personal standpoint, as a type 1 diabetic myself, this has made a, a large and impactful and meaningful um, change in how I treat myself. Uh, I just want to thank you all so much. Thank you to our speakers. Thank you to our listeners. Um, thank you to all our supporters, everyone who um, believes in Dexcom. And you can check us out at um, Dexcom.com. And we look forward to talking to you all again in our next episode. And thanks for listening to Real Time Real Talk.